welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello, my friends. How are you today? On today's podcast, we are talking all about habits. What is a habit? How is a habit formed? How to create new habits or how to break old bad habits. This is something that I have been spending a lot of time personally working on. So I am super pumped to be sharing it with you here today. Um, But first, I do want to take a moment and just thank you. Thank you for helping my podcast, this little podcast, grow. It has been so much fun to hear from you my podcast listeners, when you're you're sharing your aha moments with me, when you start shifting that perspective on something just a bit, so much fun. And if you could do me a solid, and if you haven't left a review yet on my podcast, would you please do so? Those those kinds of reviews are super important to podcasters like myself. Not only do they increase credibility, but they also make it easier for people who need this work to find it a lot easier by showing up quicker in their search bar. So if you've gotten some value, if you've shifted your perspective a bit or had an aha moment yourself, I would love it if you would go to my podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So now back to habits. Yeah, we're talking about habits here today. So when it comes to habits... There's so much talk about breaking bad habits, right? You know, stop biting your nails, stop snacking, stop smoking, stop swearing, stop, 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 stop. And these are all pretty tangible things. I mean, like you can look down at your fingers to know if you're biting your nails. You can, I guess, peek into your pantry and see if there are snacks and how full or empty are the bags. I mean, either you have cigarettes to smoke or you don't. And you know whether you're walking around dropping F-bombs left and right or a variety of other colorful words, or if you use words like heck and dang it or things along those lines, right? Super kind of tangible things. There are other bad habits out there that are a lot less tangible, like blaming others or running from your own problems, postponing your goals. You see, whether they're tangible or not, these are all bad habits that people can slip into. So how does that happen? How do you slip in to a bad habit? Well, to answer that, let's start off by defining a habit. What is a habit? A habit is a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. A routine behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. So in essence, it's something that you're used to doing that you don't even think about anymore. You've done it so often that it just comes second nature to you. Now, a lot of my clients have a habit of negative self-talk. This is one of those less tangible type of habits. They've talked to themselves in this destructive manner for so long that they don't even realize they're doing it anymore. Now, on the other side, we have what so many of us would, you know, quantify or qualify rather as a good habit. I mean, how often do you think about brushing your teeth in the morning? Probably not much. 
I mean, your parents brushed your teeth when you were a toddler. You know, they helped you brush your teeth as you started growing up and then reminded you to do it when you got older. And then they just expected you to do it. Like brushing your teeth in the morning and hopefully in the evening as well before you go to bed has just become something that's part of your routine. It's a habit. Again, a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. You see, our brains, our brains like to be super efficient. We burn so much of our energy just thinking. So if our brain doesn't have to think about something, it saves energy for the things it does have to think about. You see, this is super important to know because once you practice a behavior over and over and over again, your brain decides it doesn't have to think about that behavior anymore. And it kind of pushes it to the back of your brain, your subconscious. And then that behavior runs on autopilot and it becomes part of your routine. It is now a habit. It's just something you do like brushing your teeth or mentally beating yourself down. Yeah, I mean, this is how it works for both the habits you want and the habits you don't want. You practice them over and over. Your brain likes to be efficient, pushes it to the back of your brain, your subconscious, and then that habit runs on autopilot. But that doesn't happen overnight. It is a practiced behavior. So like if you go to the gym three days a week for two weeks, you know you're not going to get buff. You know you're not going to shed the pounds or shred the muscles. Yeah, you're going to be sore. Believe me, I know this. I've lived this many times in my life. You know you're going to be sore, but you're not going to be dramatically changing your body just yet. Yeah, you changed your routine for a short period of time, but you haven't created a new habit. It's consistency over an extended period of time that forms habits. So just like eating fast food three days a week for two weeks isn't going to make you obese. Sure, you might put on a few extra pounds and your energy level may drop, but you're not dramatically changing your body just yet. But whatever you repeatedly do will become a part of you. If you repeatedly go to the gym, that will become a habit. If you repeatedly eat fast food, that will become a habit. The more you do something, the more you do something. But I want to caution you. Habits are more than just taking action. They're they're not just about what you do or what you don't do, frankly. And, And yeah, that is a big part of it. Action is a big part of habits. But I want to offer you that an even bigger part of either establishing a new habit or breaking an old one is your brain, is you and your brain, how you're thinking about yourself. Your identity is crucial when it comes to establishing a new habit or breaking an old one. Okay, what do I mean by this? Um, Let's say you have two people who are trying to quit eating sugar for whatever reason, and they're both offered a donut. One says, no thanks, I'm trying to cut out sugar. The other says, no thanks, I don't eat sugar 
who do you think is going to be more successful? Yeah, the one who has started to already shift their identity to someone who doesn't eat sugar. It's not something they're trying to do. It's not something that they're motivated to do. They've just made that identity shift to, I don't eat sugar. It may seem small, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is so big. And that's the tricky little thing with habits. Small shifts lead to big changes. Yet we often don't give ourselves the credit for those small shifts. We tend to look past them because we're not getting the results we want right away without realizing those small shifts are everything. Again, going back to the person who worked out at the gym three days a week for two weeks, that was the beginning, right? That small shift over time would have a huge impact, but not right away. Same thing with the person eating fast food three days a week for two weeks. It's a small shift that's not going to have a huge impact right away, but it will over the long term. Small shifts lead to big changes. Like another, another way to imagine this is if you got on a plane at New York's LaGuardia Airport, for instance, and let's say you were headed to um, Los Angeles International, LAX, and your pilot had your flight plan off by one degree, just one small shift, right? Well, you wouldn't land at LAX. You would actually land 40 miles off the coast in the Pacific Ocean. That small shift, that one degree shift over an extended period of time will take you in an entirely different place. Small shifts, the key to big things. I often tell my clients, you don't have to kick the door down. You got to crack it open. It's so much easier to crack the door open than it is to kick it down. And that's what actually is going to lead to change. That's what's actually going to lead to establishing new habits. We're constantly told that you got to take massive action, right? You want to lose weight? Take massive action. You want to start a business? Massive action. You want to write a book? Massive action. You want to have a better relationship with whomever? Massive action. I don't know about you, but... Massive action sounds massively hard, but when someone tells you that that's what it takes in order to succeed, if you really want it, then you'll go for it. And and I'm also going to tell you there's nothing wrong with that. That works for some people. And so if it works for you, if that massive action kind of mentality works for you, then nothing has gone wrong here. It's not a problem. Keep doing it. That's awesome. But it doesn't work for a lot of people. And if they do subscribe to the massive action model and they haven't gotten the results they want, chances are they burn out fast and then they give up. I see it all the time with weight loss clients. Like right now, the weather's starting to heat up here in Phoenix. It's where I live. And people will want to start losing weight. So whether it's my clients or whether it's friends or whether it's people I know on social, you know, you'll see these, these behaviors. They want to lose those few pounds that they put on over the winter. And so what do they do? Throw out all the junk food in the house, like all of it. They're going to do a purge, right? And then they stock the fridge with fruits and vegetables and, and lean proteins. And then they start hitting the gym. I'm going to tell you something. All of those things are awesome choices. They're 
excellent ideas, and I'm not going to poo-poo any of them. They all are fantastic. I just want to offer you, it can be too much too fast. When you try to go from zero to 100 overnight, you burn out the motor. If you would just start slow, go from like zero to two to three, right? Start drinking water every day. Commit to that habit for a few weeks until it becomes routine. Then add some veggies to your meals consistently for a few weeks until it becomes routine and continue drinking your water. Then go for a 10-minute walk for three days a week while drinking water, adding more veggies. You, You see where I'm going here, right? Small steps that you can actually commit to and consistently execute and build upon are the key to establishing habits and changing the identity that you have of yourself. But they take time. I mean, let's think about it. They, they take time, and often we want things to change fast. We think, you know, slowly adding in water, adding veggies, taking a walk, it takes too long. You're like, you want to lose the weight yesterday. Well, let's be real. It took you months to put it on, sometimes years. It's not going to come off as quickly, right? It's going to take months and sometimes years to come off in a healthy manner. You can take it off quickly, and you may know somebody who does, but then chances are you'll just put it back on. Now, I'm just using weight loss as an example here, but you really can apply this way of thinking to to so many different aspects of your life, whether it's to stop over drinking, to start writing that book, to develop a better relationship with yourself, whatever it may be. It's recognizing those small changes are the difference between who you are and who you could be. Whether it's food or exercise, alcohol, maybe it's procrastination or perfectionism, every action you take, every every little box you check is a vote for the type of person you want to become. So think about that. Everything you do creates who you become. So what kind of boxes are you checking? So a habit is something you're so used to doing that you don't even think about it anymore. We form habits because our brains like to be efficient. Once we practice a behavior over and over and over, our brain decides it doesn't have to think about it anymore, pushes it to the back of our brain so we can focus on the things it does need to think about. We've talked about how small steps can lead to big changes, but I I, I just want to take a moment and, and take a step back. So yes, small steps lead to big change, but you got to take the first step. Yeah, the first step is the hardest. It's true. That first step, getting going, can be the hardest one because you just got to start. You just got to get moving. Again, it's not about going from zero to 100 super fast. It's about going from zero to one to make the decision to start. You know, when when I talk about things like this, it it, it takes me back to my high school science class. A body at rest tends to stay at rest. A body in motion tends to stay in motion. Ever notice if you take a break from working out for a few days or weeks or months? Yeah, I'm looking at myself there. How hard is it to get back into the gym and get started? Yeah, the longer you wait, the longer I wait. Oh the harder it is to get back in. That's because your body is at rest. 
But if you're regularly hitting the gym, you know, you're, you're regularly going for a run or whatever, you're in the swing of things. It's easy to keep going. It's because your body is in motion. So start. It's the first step that's the hardest. But once you take it, you don't have to start over again. You just keep going. You're on your way. Changing your habits doesn't have to be hard. There are four things I want you to focus on, okay? Number one, just start. Just start. Make the decision right here, right now. Start. You don't have to wait until Monday. You don't have to wait until the new year or summer break or dot, 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 whatever it is. Just start now. It doesn't have to be perfect. Take that first step. And a lot of times that first step is the decision. Yes, that first step is the hardest. But once you do it, you can stop starting over and be on your way. Two, celebrate the small victories. You don't have to take massive action and kick the door down. Just crack it open. So often when it comes to changing habits, the door has been closed for so long. We think we need to like kick it open in order to make massive change. No, if that door has been closed then just turn the doorknob and crack it open. Boy, that seems so much more doable, doesn't it? And then you push it open a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more. It is doable. And that's what sets you up for real long-term change, more so than just doing too much too fast, burning out, beating yourself up, telling yourself you can't do it, and then proving that over and over again. These small changes are doable and they can become part of your lifestyle. And that's where real change happens. Number three, start shifting your perspective of yourself. If you identify as someone who doesn't work out, someone who's always negative or someone who's consistently late, then that is who you will be. I mean, if you start to identify as an athlete, as a positive person, or someone who shows up on time, you'll start to make decisions that align with that type of person. So start shifting your perspective of yourself. And remember, number four, everything you do is a vote for who you will become. It's not an all or nothing kind of situation, but just make sure you have more votes for the person you want to be and less for the one you don't. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to have more actions that move you forward and less that hold you back. And that starts with shifting your perspective of yourself and creating those new habits. I hope this helps. Till next time. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.